I'm Jeff Carter, and with me today I have the Minister of Transportation for Ontario, Stan Cho, and he's been working on a, a very big project that uh, we've all heard of over uh, the past several years, which is the return of the Northlander. And more recently, uh, there was an announcement that they had uh, purchased three train sets for the project, and there's a lot more work to do. And to explain all of that, we have the minister on the line right now. Good afternoon, Minister Chow. How are you? So, yeah, we're all excited for the return of the Northlander. In fact, it will be traveling right behind the radio station here, so we'll know when it's up and running, and we're super excited uh, to have that return, uh, not only to Huntsville and servicing, you know, the Algonquin Park tourists and things like that, but just the day-to-day -day people traveling back and forth to, you know, medical appointments in Toronto and other places, both north and south. So can you give us an update on, you know, what's happening in the project? I'm happy to do so, Jeff. And, and you really hit on an important point. It's not just about tourism. It's about access to all those vital, vital critical services education uh, that you mentioned and access for Indigenous communities, more uh, remote communities, those that don't have a car, just even an option during the winter months. Uh, when driving conditions in the northern part of our province can be quite treacherous. Uh, and we're happy uh, to be up here on another uh, return to the north uh, to talk about some of the necessary steps, as you mentioned, uh, because these trains are coming to mid-2020, and they're brand-new trains. Uh, I just got to see deep one uh, outside of Ottawa, Sofia, uh, and, and, and they have wider cabs, they have uh, meal service, they have Wi-Fi, fully accessible washrooms, racks for your bicycle, more space for your luggage, power outlets. I mean... These are state-of-the-art trains, but we also have to make sure that when they get here, we want to get this thing operational as quickly as possible. So today we're talking about some of the engineering, of course, the consultations that happen, uh, some of the track work. We also have to chat with municipalities about how they're going to handle uh, the increased uh, sort of infrastructure demand. And that, that's you know, it's a great meeting at Deerhurst this morning, and, and the town of uh, Huntsville was there to talk about how they're going to see seeing pressures, and they want to make sure that they're able to have people get off the train in their town, be able to connect to other points of interest or where they need to get from that point, whether that's through a shared ride service or public transit. Uh, the issue of, of, of the finances came up, that this needs to be an affordable ride, and that many people in the north uh, have, have lower median incomes than other parts of the province, and we have to be cost-sensitive. Um, you know, these are the types of discussions I've had in Huntsville, Gravener, Skoka region, going to continue to have all the way up to Timmins, Cochrane, uh, up and down the line until we get this thing operational, and we're going to continue that hard work uh, this summer. Okay, now, the big question, though, everybody's going to ask you, Stan, is when do you think the train sets will arrive, and when do you have an idea that you might start actually offering the service? So we actually have a pretty clear idea now, Jeff, and the reason we have that clarity, look, I mean, a couple of years ago, when the Premier asked me to work on this file, uh, I was faced with a, a decision. And, and the very first decision was, well, what kind of trains are we going to uh, purchase here? Are we going to go refurbished? Uh, are we going to go to a different plant um, here uh, in Canada? Or, or are we going to look at this option? And the reason we decided to go with the Siemens option, Jeff, is because it was uh, being piggybacked off a larger VIA order, who had ordered quite a few trains for their operation. And because we needed tr three train sets, and we could piggyback 
piggyback off a process that had already been started and was being manufactured, in fact, when we were considering this option, we were able to get these trades years uh, in advance. Look, I don't think anybody in the North will disagree when I say the Northlanders should never have been cancelled in the first place. So time was a very, very important consideration. Now, if we went the refurbished route or to the open market route, you're looking at years in the design, the planning, then the years of the, the fair procurement, uh, open, the open procurement process. You're looking at, uh, I mean, just being in the mid to 2030s before you're even talking about construction beginning on, on some of the other train options. And we felt that the North deserved access to this faster. Back to your original question, though, Jeff. When we say the mid-2020s, we mean it. Those trains are scheduled to be here. All of the work that we're doing now is being timed to coincide with the arrival of the trains. We can have a testing and, and, and safety assurance period and to have the trains shortly operational after that. Now, if, uh, when, uh, via, when Siemens gives me a direct date on they're being delivered on this date, I will absolutely share that with you. But we are confident and happy that we are on track for the mid-2020s timeframe for now. Okay, that's, that's good news. Because it's really, the, the removal of the train service has been a r- really big thing for, I'm going to say Muskoka, but I know even farther north, uh, it's critical for transportation needs up there. And so to have this corridor going from the very north all the way down to Toronto is uh, a big, big deal. And, and uh, I thank you for the work that you've done to fast-track the building of, of, of trains and getting them on service. And you're right, I don't think people really understand how long it takes to, you know, bring something like this on stream, you know, like just buy a train and, you know, put it on the tracks. But there's a lot more to it. There certainly is, Jeff. And, and you bring up some um, um, very important points there as well. Uh, look, this isn't, this is more than just a, a link to move people from point A to point B. You're looking at, and I've been consulting uh, up and down the line, as I said, all the way from Co- Cochrane down all the way down uh, the line, into, even into Toronto. This is access to jobs. This is access to education. Whether it's Kid Mine in Timmins or you know the local ONTC uh, rail service facility uh, up in North Bay, everyone needs workers, um, and we want to have access uh, to those jobs. We have hundreds of thousands of people moving to this province every single year. Uh, and they're not all going to move to the large urban areas. And we want the north to be a viable option. And we need to connect people to those hubs to do that. We also have a transformational opportunity here with the state-of-the-art technology to connect Union Station all the way north through Timmins to Cochrane to the Polar Bear Express. In other words, uh, James Bay, our, our, so our two you know, south-to-north major bodies of water in this province with the vital link uh, can open up the access for, for all those good things that we talked about, not to mention that while the Northland Passenger Rail is operating with these track upgrades, we're able to carry more goods through market through freight service. I mean, I was in Englehart a couple months ago looking at brand-new tra- grain, grain cars that are able to carry more goods to export markets, more dollars for more local jobs, um, as well as moving critical minerals. Uh, you know, we have a huge electric vehicle uh, investments and investments from all over the world coming here to invest in Ontario to create jobs, but to build those fr- uh, environmentally friendly vehicles of the future. Well, that means we need to be able to move those minerals down to those markets that need them. This is a win uh, for the entire North, absolutely, but it's also a win for our country and our province. All right. Well, that's good news. I look forward to uh, taking my first train ride on the new uh, trains when they arrive, and I'm hoping uh, that you might do a little presser that that could happen. 
Yep, I'll do better than that. I'll buy you a drink in that train when, when it's here. All right. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate the update, and it's nice to hear that you're working with local governments to you know, make sure that this rolls out in a smooth manner. So thanks again. Thanks so much for having me, Jeff. Appreciate yeah. it. And that's been Stan Cho, the Minister of Transportation for Ontario, talking about the return of the Northlander. I'm Jeff Carter. Thank you.